0: And we'll start recording this motherfucking podcast. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Welcome back, everyone, to Curb Your Podcast. My name is Axel. Curb Your Podcast is a part of the DVR Podcast Network. You can check us out at dvrpodcast.com. You can also support us on Patreon. We are on Patreon. Go to Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com slash dvr give us a namaste you know uh throw us some uh, shekels uh you know join the club um i've been doing a ton of other podcasts that are patreon only i did four in the past couple weeks where i talked about everything from the internet and social media to star trek to I did a Mr. Robot pod. I I talked about a bunch of other TV stuff as well. So uh, head on over there. And I also want to start out by giving a shout out to our patrons. Love you. Love all of you. So before we get on to this episode, which, by the way, I loved. I love this episode. Um, Do you have any comedy news that you want to uh, highlight?
1: Um, no, I didn't really, I didn't really do any comedy this week cause uh, I'm getting ready to, um, uh, start taking class at the groundlings and, nice. uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm kind of, um, going to hang up the up for a little while. I mean, I'm still writing. I've always, I've never really stopped writing. You just always write for standup. Good. That's just, I mean, you gotta do it. You gotta stay on your toes, but, um. Yeah, nothing like I didn't I didn't try to get up at the comedy store. I mean, I'm kind of working in some hours here because I'm going to be going back to North Carolina for a couple of days. So at work, I'm kind of picking up some hours and stuff like that. But um, as far as comedy goes, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things that I'm working on. How about that?
0: All right, cool. A
1: uh, couple of jokes. Um, uh, I have a TV show idea. Let me, let me just go through a couple of my ideas um how about this uh here's a couple jokes um i'll eat anything uh you should see some of the girls i've dated um oh how about this uh i saw like the organization dare outside of my trader joe's and they wanted to talk to me and i was like no 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 you're 15 years too late Um, I actually can't talk to you because I'm on my my way to uh, meet my weed dealer. Um, Let's see.
0: Uh, You know I just love your delivery, dude. (laughs) That is all comedy to me, man. That's just me, dude. That's why I understand when I listen to like Mark Maron and I listen to other people, right, and they talk about like – Or even in writing, people say, find your voice. Yeah. You know, like that. How about this? I love it.
1: Um, How about this one? Uh, uh, Do you go to the gym, Axel?
0: No, I don't.
1: All right. Well, sometimes I go to the gym just to wail on my pecker. Um. (laughs) I thought the the saying was master. Uh, I thought the saying was masturbate like no one is watching.
0: <laughs> these, are, these are timely too.
1: Uh, Very I timely.
0: Know. Oh, are you gonna do your your the joke that you texted to me?
1: Oh, you want me to say it?
0: Yeah, that was a great joke, man.
1: All right, I was like, uh, I texted this to Axel this week. <laughs> And like I, I have to say something. Uh, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into the whole debate. But uh, of course, I wrote a joke about it, and um, I said, "This guy at work tells me all the time that I remind him of Louis C.K.," and then um, I just put my dick away, and then I tell him a
0: joke. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's very good. That's very good, man.
1: I, you know, it, but like, I'm not gonna really get in. I don't really like writing jokes about people I think yeah. that's kind of look I think that's really low-hanging fruit um to be honest with you I like clearly I like one-liners I like classic one-liners and I think um I think jokes about other people are just I mean I I mean I could write a joke about I mean it's so easy but can you write like a, a classic one-liner or a joke that people um I don't know here's another one I'm working at. Uh, Uh, I saw a a therapy dog. Um, The reason why I knew it was a therapy dog is because this woman, Um, it said on it, now it was like one of these small little dogs and it said emotional, it had like a jacket. It was wearing a shirt that said, or like a vest that said emotional support on it. And I was like, aren't all dogs for emotional support? I don't know.
0: No, Uh, (laughs) that one needs a little something because it's one of those, jokes. you know what that reminds me of? That's almost like a, like Carlin. Like I would sometimes I would not, I could watch a whole routine of his and not laugh because I just agreed with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that joke is good, but it needs a little something to maybe a little absurdity or something, you know, because that's really true.
1: Yeah. All right. Let me try another one for you. Here's another one I'm working on. Um, I haven't driven in two years, but you know, they say it's just like riding a bike. If you don't pay attention, you'll crash and sustain a head injury.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. You know what, Some you know what? Uh, DJ Tim Hines, who has a great show called Inside DJ's DVR on the DVR Podcast Network, uh, he said that you most reminded him of Stephen Wright.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I do get that. Because I'm very de- – even when I'm on stage, I'm very deadpan too. Yeah, I too. love that, dude. I love that. Um,
0: I think so. these are all good jokes. I think the dog one needs uh, – and it's also – that's kind of, I think, LA. That's kind of like a thing. You know like what I mean?
1: Everybody, everybody has a therapy dog. Yeah, like, you know, it's like, give me a break. Yeah. Um, but like, I kind of suspected. Uh, I kind of suspected that like this dog was not really like, like, because your your dog has to go through special training and be certified to be an official therapy dog. And I looked at this dog and I was like, bullshit.
0: <laughs> See Bull that? That's good. I like that. I like that because then that takes the dog seriously, which is like I say, which is a little absurd, right? The whole concept. One more joke
1: for you. All right. I have one more joke for you. Um, uh, So I had to break up with my last girlfriend um, because I found out she didn't like baseball. Totally walked her.
0: (laughs) See, that's good. I like that. I like that one, right. man.
1: Yeah, you got it's it. It's not right? one of my best, but.
0: But it's good because I think your delivery is everything, man. It's all in the delivery. I mean, that's like the story of life, right? Yeah. Uh, that It's just like Curb. It's all in the delivery. All right. You ready to talk about Curb now?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I, love I was that. ready like 25 minutes ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like this Sean Joe corner, though. This is great, man.
1: I I thoroughly enjoyed listening to you uh, uh, bitch to your friends about your son's behavior. That was
0: hilarious. (laughs) Oh, I know. It's been a rough day for the little guy.
1: Can we call him (sighs) uh, Loch Ness Monster?
0: Yes. Oh, that's been done. The Loch Ness Monster. That's good. Oh, I should get a book and show him that. All right. Let's do it. All right. Okay. This episode is titled Namaste. Namaste. Is directed by Jesse Nelson, who, I believe, holds the distinction of being the first female director on Curb. Uh, that's nine seasons. They got the first woman to direct, but then again, what's his name? Bob Weedy Whitey directed almost more than half the episodes. So um, there's not. It's 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 a shorter list than I thought it would be. they they're really changing it up Uh, him and larry charles directed the most she directed uh i am sam remember that with sean penn
1: oh great movie
0: yeah she wrote and directed that which most people did think was a comedy though i don't believe it was a comedy um Mm. the story was again by larry and jeff schaefer i wanted to point out that i really enjoyed this episode because instead Instead of there being like a catchphrase, there were catchphrases in it, but instead of being about that or the kicker being somebody repeating something, it was more of a theme. And I liked how kind of the theme was what you do and don't tell people about other people before you meet them. Yeah. Like that was the whole, that was the theme, the mechanic, the kid, the date. Also, you
1: can can get away with being on the spectrum.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's another one, too. Um, But, yeah, it was kind of a cool theme. And I wanted to do something else, something a little bit different this week, which was traditionally I've kind of talked about the guest stars as we go through the show. But I just wanted to kind of uh, run down our guest stars here because there were a lot of them in this episode. Um, Allison Becker, who played yoga, Tina yoga, Tina, or yogi, Tina. Uh, she was on parks and rec. She was great on parks and rec. She was kind of one of Leslie's, uh, nemesis and she's been in a ton of stuff. Um, Lauren Graham played Bridget. She of course is from parenthood, Gilmore girls. And you can, if you want to add anything, you can jump in here, Sean. Um, will Sasso. Now this guy is, I think he's pretty big, um, doing improv and comedy. He was on, he was one of the originals on Mad TV. Uh, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, he, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. I recognized him, and he. Also, I love Mad TV. Yeah, love Mad
0: TV. When they did the Three Stooges movie, which I think was kind of a bomb. I think he was he played Curly, mm-hmm. um, the mechanic is a guy named uh, Greg, the car mechanic, is a guy named Doc Farrow, who is currently on Young Sheldon, the okay. the uh, whatever that show is called, Big Brain Theory, Bang Theory. Uh, and he's done a lot. He's only been acting since like 2014, but he's done a ton of stuff. And my favorite, and I think I'm going to give him the award of Um, best guest star of the year so far was the Uber driver, um, from Romania. His name is, oh, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say, you really like him. You like posted on Facebook.
0: I do. (laughs) I love, I thought that guy was great. I really was just like, I thought he was so funny and, uh, he's actually a writer and he's also been on, uh, and he's written with Key and Peele. He was on that show. He did a show called Fast Food Heights, which I have not seen. I think it was, it was either on some small channel. It was like a web series, but I thought he was great. Yeah, um, I,
1: I remember him uh, when I was in New York and I was taking improv classes. He was uh, one of the performers at the theater there.
0: Oh, okay, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely I didn't know. been around.
1: Yeah, I just remember – I remembered his face.
0: Um, Let's see. Uh, Justin, the guy who Larry hit his car, is Mark Evan Jackson. And you may recognize him from The Good Place as well as he was Holt's – he was um, uh, Holt's husband on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't remember whether Holt was – I guess he was the captain, right, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, and mm-hmm. he was, he always, he kind of always plays the same guy, like uptight white guy. Um, He's got the look. He does. And the voice too. And uh, a, another great spot I thought was the second Uber driver. And this guy's name is Adam Ray. He was in uh, spy ghostbusters and the heat. I think he might work. He might have a relationship with Melissa McCarthy. Um, He also wrote for mystery science theater. And I thought that that was a great bit. It was really short, but I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I only got two more for you, even though there were the two people on the bus, the dude uh, who says, I ain't a fucking babysitter. And um, the Chinese woman, I didn't, I didn't get their names, but they were both really funny, but they were, that was really quick. Um, The kid was named Braxton Herda. And if you've seen "You're the Worst," he's the kid from "You're the Worst." What's "You're the Worst"? It's a show on FX. I believe it's now moved to FXX. And uh, it's a good show. It's about an English guy and an American woman from LA, and they just have like a very dysfunctional relationship. Yeah, they're not. They're neither of them are very good people. It's pretty fun. As you can,
1: it's as you can tell. I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> I know, I
0: watch everything, man.
1: Have you noticed that? Like, I'm always like, no, never saw it. No, never saw it.
0: Well, it's, you know, you got you can you're out saving people's lives, Sean, you know. You got know. No work to do. Um, and a really funny the bus driver, uh her name was Latifa Holder, and uh she doesn't have a very long IMDb. I don't really, I can't really specify anything in particular that I, but it looks like she's lately been doing a lot of um, little bit parts. I tried to find her on Twitter and I actually found a bunch of messages of like, my friend Latifah's on this show. Check it out. So she might be kind of starting out and she's great. She was awesome.
1: Yeah, it shows like her first IMDb is like 2014. So it looks like she gets these little one episode bit parts.
0: You're good for her, man. She's she's
1: she was on Modern Family twice.
0: Oh, there you go. That's good. That show I love. Really
1: love that show. I love Modern Family.
0: I kind of stopped watching it. I, my wife and I used to kind of have it on in the background, and the first season or two were I thought really good, but like most sitcoms, it just it's like regurgitation now. It's, I feel like it's just the same thing over and over.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's get into this episode. All right,
0: let's do it. So we start out with, uh, Larry and Leon doing a little hot yoga, uh, to get some nice positions here that Larry's not even trying. Um, do you do yoga? I actually
1: did it a couple times. Uh, and, The first time it was okay. I I bought like a a, a pack of classes and um, I I didn't get into the whole spiritual side of it. All I did, like, the first class was okay. There was a lot of stretching, a lot of stretches I couldn't do. And the second one, um, I sweat like I have never sweat before and it was so embarrassing because I was in this room full of girls. There's like one or two other guys in there and I'm just like, literally like like a faucet dripping on the floor constantly and like literally i like had to like stop and like use a shirt to clean up my sweat uh i got some looks
0: and so you just never went back
1: i just never went back
0: oh man yeah that's too bad i i've tried a bit of yoga um, I've tried more different positions for my back because mm-hmm. I got a bad back, but um, no, nah, I've never really gotten too into the yoga. I am a meditator. I do meditate, but mm. don't don't really do much of the yoga. Um, and one thing I will say is the um, times I have done it, uh, I like the idea of actually your internal organs like moving around. Like I can sometimes feel that from doing these weird positions, but Mm. anyway, what, what Leon and Larry were mostly uh, interested in was the yoga teacher. And uh, of course, as she's saying goodbye to everyone, she says, uh, leads everyone in namaste and Larry doesn't do it. So she confronts him and he gets thrown out of the class. Yeah. This was a good start. I liked the little conversation with them. I thought it was funny, and I also liked the way she says, "Get the fuck out," just like yeah, Leon, because right. that was pretty good, dude.
1: Yeah, like that's not very. uh, I mean, that's not very peaceful. No, but you should be able to. You say Namaste when you're ready to say Namaste, right? Yeah,
0: that's true, man. You can't make a. You can't force a Namaste. Gotta let it come. Exactly. Um so then Larry gets in uh his little tiny car there, which seems to be a different car than the car isn't it a different car? It's a it's
1: a B it's an electric BMW. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, well it's like I, different yeah.
0: I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Larry probably has a thousand cars. I mean, the dude can.
1: Yeah. Super it's bridge. not really that expensive either. I don't think it's just kind of like, you notice how like he is like upgraded a little bit, like, you know, but still not like, cause I mean, we know Larry David could roll around in a hundred thousand dollar car if he wanted to, but he doesn't.
0: Yep. Cause he's Larry.
1: It's kind of like me. Like, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like- I, I,
1: could roll, I could roll around <laughs> on a $100 bicycle, but I take the bus.
0: Yeah, well, it's just like this podcast. You're slumming it, man. Slumming it down here with the podcasters. Clearly, I'm friends with you, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, so Larry gets into that tiny little car, and Leon says he got Yogi Tina's number. Larry says he got thrown out of the class, and they both laugh. And I just wanted to point out, that's why I love their relationship because it's like the same thing with Jeff. He'd be like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't reflect on him. Like, Leon is not going to be like, oh, you just got thrown out. You're my friend and I got her number. She's not going to like me now or something. You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. Like, he
0: just, just blows right past that bullshit and he just laughs with Larry and I like that. So as they're backing up, I have to agree with Larry here. Leon totally gets in his way. He changes the camera so you can't see it. Now, I have one of those cameras on my car, and you can't get out of it no matter what you do. Yeah. I don't know if that's really technically plausible what occurred here. Probably not. Probably not, but I'll let that go. Um, Then Larry leaves a note. Now, Leon says... Don't leave a note. Just leave, Larry says. I follow the Golden Rule, and Leon says I follow the ja- my friend Jasper Golden's rule. Fuck them or they'll fuck you. But Larry leaves the note anyway. How about you, Sean? Would you leave a note?
1: I have left a note before and never heard from the person. Really? I did. Yeah, like I, I hit somebody in college and like it didn't. I mean, you could hardly even tell. And I think they probably looked at their car, and was like, whatever. Cause that's like how I am. I'm Like if it's not really that big a deal, I mean, you're like, I'm not one of these people that like, when I had a car, like if it had a ding in it, I was like, Oh my God. Like, because it's a car, like you're going to get dings in it. You know I mean? You leave it outside. You leave it in
0: a parking lot. It's as long as it's still running. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Yeah, dude. Oh man. I've had terror. I had some guy back into me and, uh, Poor old guy, he didn't have any license, he didn't have any insurance, he didn't have anything. And I said to him, uh, he was like, I'm going to call the police. And I said, dude, don't call the police, bro. You don't have a license and insurance, what are you doing? Don't call the police, it's fine, Go. just, you know, it's a little ding. He calls the police, he gets arrested.
1: We can settle this out of court right now. (laughs)
0: It was the saddest thing, dude. He was like kind of old. I, I, I don't know. He just, just wanted go to go to an
1: ATM.
0: Yeah, dude. He just wanted to prove that I, it was my fault, which it wasn't. And I was like, okay, fine. It's my fault. Don't call the cops, dude. And he did. And it ended up, you know, I ended up getting money to fix the car and he ended up getting arrested because he didn't have any license insurance, nothing. Poor guy. Um, Oh, Sean, did I lose you? I'm right here. Oh, okay, that was weird. It just went silent there for a second, and all of a sudden, I felt so lonely. Um, so Larry leaves a note. I would leave a note. I would probably wait around a little bit, though. But um, I I would leave a note. I thought that was right. But then again, I can see what uh what Leon's saying. But Leon's got to think there's cameras everywhere now. You're getting more trouble getting going like that, Leon. Come on. Then you get the oh, popo yeah. involved. Um, so next we have Larry is at Jeff and Susie's. Susie says that Victor's doing better. The wedding is on. Larry is a little bit like eh, I don't know about that. So I hope. Do you think we're going to get the last episode is going to be the wedding?
1: That's that's a good prediction. Yeah, I hope so. I really like Chet Hanks.
0: I do too. Yes, but I really
1: liked him. Like you know, I mean, I gotta admit. When he was doing the whole rap thing, uh, he, I remember he got into some trouble, right? What he so he got into some trouble, and
0: they're like, like, "Oh, cocaine it's, or something." He was sniffing. Yeah, it. I don't know.
1: He did something stupid, and it was like, "Oh, this is Tom Hanks' son, and he's like a wannabe rapper." This is more up his angle, you know. This is more up his alley. He's I mean, good. I'm not I'm not trying to be judgmental and be like, <laughs> "Oh, you're a shitty rapper," because I don't know anything about rap. He could be excellent. Yes, but um yes. I like him what he's doing now. I like like seeing him out of trouble. You know, doing something yep. positive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Making people laugh.
0: Yep, I like him. Chaz Money is what I call him. Um so we have a great of course. I love whenever Larry and Susie are on. Oh, and I wanted to give a shout out that um she is on Broad City, or two weeks ago, she was on Broad City, which is a great show on Comedy Central. Uh, and she plays, I think, Abby's mom. Uh, do you watch Broad City? No, no, not. I don't. It's I know good. a lot of people yeah, watch it, it's very I just, funny.
1: You know, I, I had to go to school to learn how to keep people alive. So, I know, man, you got I, I, I didn't, I didn't really watch any TV over the last couple of years, but, um, Obviously, I was previously in the curve, and I'm into it now, and I have time to watch TV. so
0: well, hey look, man. When you get famous and you're in those uh, those um trailers all day, you'll have plenty of time to stream stuff on Netflix and all that, man. <laughs> all right. So Susie tells Larry that she actually has this friend that wants to be set up with him. Larry is, of course, seems to be, you know, interested. But then, uh, but then being Larry, he still has to say, oh, I want a picture, you know, even after even after she says that well, wouldn't you want a picture. I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I would want a picture. I would want a picture. Yes, I, I think so. But I totally think reasonable, you know, but I think after Jeff said, you know, after Jeff was in on it. You know, I might. Like, yeah, Jeff agreed
1: she was yes. good looking. Then I it's would just, say, yeah.
0: okay, I'd believe Jeff. Susie, no, I don't know if I wouldn't believe her. I wouldn't think because that.
1: Jeff, Jeff, like, would have given him a look if yes. he was lying, and exactly. he was totally like straight He's yep. like, yeah, she's good looking. Like, so he could have taken her word for it. But then, I, what I loved was that he was like, does she know about the fatwa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like yeah she thinks it's kind of sexy.
0: Yes, I did like that a lot. Um and then this is where we have kind of the 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 kind of setup of the episode one of them which is that um you know Larry says that he Larry's acting like he's a big shot, you know? Like sh- this woman should be lucky that uh sh- that uh, uh Susie knows him and wants to go out with him, you know? And um that's why he wants to pick Susie says no he you're a two Uh, if you were an Uber I'd give you a two and Larry (laughs) says no I'm more like a four now I didn't understand this because I have to admit to you that I've only ever once taken an Uber is the is five is the highest
1: five is the highest I'll tell you what my rating is right now Um, let me pull up my app I noticed the other day that Mine wasn't perfect. I'm a 4.93.
0: Okay. Okay. That's pretty good.
1: I think that's pretty good. I don't. I don't know why it's not perfect though. It makes me wonder.
0: You know what, Sean? I'm gonna take a wild guess that it was something you said.
1: Hmm. Uh, I had like a bad driver once, <laughs> and I gave. I did like. I gave him a shitty tip. Like okay. I always tip, but I gave him a shitty tip, and. Yeah, it was probably
0: that guy. Yeah, well, you'll have to chase him down. Tell him that his sister is ugly. Um <laughs> so they have another great fight here. I really liked it. Um Jeff walks in and he confirms that um Susie's friend is good looking. So Larry says he'll do the date. Uh he her name is Bridget, but I'm gonna call her Lauren Graham because that's what I that's her name. Um and uh then Jeff um This is a little forced, but it was funny. Jeff says, I will get my mechanic on speakerphone (laughs) to talk to you. So Larry has a little convo. They make the plan. Now, I want to ask you, Sean. While the guy, while the mechanic was talking, did you form a picture in your head of what they looked like or their race or gender, anything?
1: Uh, not really. Cause I don't think I ever do that. I don't ever try to picture the people. So I think, um, I think the whole idea though, that, that that's a kind of a hard idea to lay on the people. Um, just through the phone. Cause like you said, a, it's like weird because it's like only put him on speakerphone. So, <laughs> so, the, so basically the audience, the whole idea is just so the audience can hear him.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: But I don't think people, I don't think people automatically formed opinions, but I think that that's, that's a really hard premise to lay on people like that. So it's like, it's easier to do it visually and audibly instead of just trying to do the audible. Cause he didn't say, Oh, he's a white guy. You know, he yeah. didn't say that. Like, you know well, what I mean? So you like, say, oh,
0: this is great. You don't do that. You don't, when you hear, I a, okay, I always do it. Very... I don't
1: care about people enough to form opinions about them.
0: <laughs> See, I am—I always do it. I'm a very visual person. And whenever I'm talking on the phone with someone, even when someone is on, um, even with Facebook or Twitter or anything, like any type of text, anything, I always form a picture of the other person while I'm communicating with them.
1: Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't, but I, I think that's it. Like I said, I think it's a hard premise to lay on people,
0: but I think it's, uh, it kind of, I mean, they could have just had Larry. He could have just said, Hey, here's my mechanic and hand the phone to him. And then Larry walks away and then comes back. I don't know. It's a, you're right. It was a weird choice, but I think that they get past it quick enough because you get the concept, which is
1: the, well, you don't get the concept until he meets the mechanic though. In my opinion.
0: Oh, okay. I agree. You know I oh, mean. that's interesting. Okay, that's what I'm
1: saying. It's like, oh, oh this is okay. like they're trying to lay the premise early, but like, I, I was like, oh, so it's like, yeah, well, I mean, maybe oh, like,
0: maybe they were doing that on maybe premise.
1: like, that's why I think that they did the phone, yes. but I don't think they like that's why they did the phone. They were trying to lay the premise. They're trying to like.
0: No, but no. They didn't what say I'm saying about. To... No, but what I'm saying to you is you're right. It wasn't mentioned in the initial scene. So maybe they thought somehow that the speaker phone would distract enough from, that, from why they were playing the voice in the phone. Mm-hmm. So it delayed the reaction on Larry's part until he actually sees him. Maybe they were trying to right. delay the, maybe what I'm trying to say is the way that you perceived it, I think was what they were, their intention. It's just, it was awkward. You know, there. if I was on set there, I think that we could have probably maybe figured out a better way to come across, but you know, what do, what do I know? Right. I'm just doing a podcast. They're making curb your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but okay. I want to ask you this question now. Now let's get into it. Do you think there's anything wrong or do you think it is? What's your overall opinion on forming an opinion on someone's race, even gender, whatever, based upon their voice?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, like sometimes I'll be talking to people on the phone and I'll be like, oh, that person is foreign. Has an accent. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually, I said this to someone the other day at work. Oh, that's right. We were actually talking about this guy at work and he's foreign. I have no idea what he is. He just has an accent. And I was like, I don't know. He's foreign. But it's like I also like, I'm so naive that like People could totally be like, like uh. from America <laughs> and have an accent, but that's just how naive I am. I'm just like, oh, that person's foreign. They have an accent. Oh, like,
0: <laughs> that's hilarious, but I would
1: totally like, I am totally like, Hey, this guy, that guy, he's like Eastern European, right? And they're like, no, he's from South America. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know where like accents are from. They're just, they're just foreign to me. I don't know. But like, yeah,
0: so I'm the right. I, I am the, I'm the exact opposite, man. I, I always ask people. Always. I always ask. Today I met some lady. I was at the park with my kid and I noticed her accent. And I said, are you, uh, I said, what are you, maybe Russian, Czech, something? She said, yeah, I'm Czech. I said, oh, that's interesting. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Prague, whatever. She started talking. I always, and I always assume people's. I always try to guess people's, um, ethnicities, anything, you know, mm. where they're from. Cause it's not always about ethnicity, right? It's just where you're from, what the dialect is. So, and I think that they've done studies on this, right? They've done, st- I've, I've read studies on what a white, like people assume a white person sounds like, uh, mm. a black person, uh, uh, there's a lot of studies done on, uh, gay men, mm-hmm. what people assume from vocal patterns and, and stuff like that. So I think it's kind of funny. I, yeah. I no,
1: I, I know people do that. Yeah, I just, yeah. like I said, I always, I do just, it.
0: I don't I tell don't, the person like Larry, but yeah. I have, I have told a person that
1: maybe I'm just too self-centered. <laughs> And like I just don't
0: Well, maybe care. it's also that I've had so many people think that I was black.
1: I always tell people too, like to me, and I'm not trying to get off subject here because um, like I basically it's kind of getting at this is kind of a racist thing that people do. But I always like tell people, I'm like, man, who the fuck has time to be racist? I don't have time to think about <laughs> anyone else other than myself.
0: That's,
1: <laughs> oh my god well, that, You're
0: thinking about other people? That's what. La- cool. That's exactly what Larry says In the show right At one point he says I know he says to Greg He goes I'm not racist towards any group Except my own <laughs> That's like you know you're right. the same way man Larry doesn't get the pick uh, he, to- he stops talking to the mechanic As we said There's no real mention of that um, Then he doesn't get a pick From either Jeff or Susie Uh, And then uh, Susie says, what does it matter? Anyway, Larry, she has inner beauty. And then Larry just says, "Uh, that's not I'm not really into that. And I like that because that, you know, I like that Larry's honest. Um, So now we get to scene where Larry drops the car off to Greg. He mentions he didn't think he was black. (laughs) Greg's reaction is, yes, thank you, sir. Uh, And uh, Larry says. He says some funny things here, which is he says most white people want to show off when you know someone black, and he also says, like I said, he's only prejudiced towards his own group. Um, that part I don't know, but I think that that was kind of a cliche thing to say. That just goes to show about this show is it is all in the delivery, right? And in life, everybody, and we we're talking about Twitter, and everybody gets upset about everything. And uh, playing this character really allows uh, Larry David to kind of break through all of that and Mm -hmm. say really stupid shit, but also sometimes really truthful shit. And just have us kind of all laugh at these things and realize in the end, right, we're all just people trying to figure out like which fork to eat with at dinner or something stupid like that, right? Like all these mundane things, I just think sometimes we forget because, uh, you know, La- the the character on the show here his his ideas are not always fully formed. Yeah. Um. So uh, then the then of course it changes, and he says the car is now going to be ready when it's ready. And Larry mm. knows that he's made a mistake, and he has to take uh, an Uber. And then we get this great scene. With the Romanian Uber driver, this is super funny. He asked, Larry starts asking him, you know, what rating would I be? And then he says, you know, me, I'm very honest, Larry, or he doesn't say Larry, but I'm very honest. Then he starts talking about the lowland women, the women of the plains, all this. And maybe this just hit me because my friend Lou is Romanian, Mm-hmm. and my friend Arif and I used to always make fun of him by saying shit like this to him. <laughs> like we would say shit like, oh, Lou, you just need to find one of those lowland women on the working hard in the fields. You know, like we'd kind of like bust his balls about that stuff. So it just kind of hit me. It was really funny, and I thought this guy was great. What did you think of him?
1: I thought it was pretty good. I, I mean, it crushed the accent. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not in love with them like you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on. I just there was something about it. I just I watched that scene like four times. I just thought it was hilarious. That guy no, was great. I
1: did. I mean, I thought it was good. Like I thought it was good. Um, yeah. but it's so funny because it's it's so true. It's like I mean. I mean, LD, you're 70. (laughs) You're not. Nobody is 70 and poor.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's. uh, And of course, again, we have on this episode where he's dating someone who's like 30 years younger than him or something.
1: She can't be that much younger than him.
0: Uh, I think she's in her early 40s.
1: In real life? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to Google that because I think you're wrong.
0: Google it. I think she's but in she, her early 40s.
1: She looks wonderful, I will say that. She looks very good. She's or,
0: uh, Lauren Graham is there's something that's so sexy about her to me. I can't really describe it. You know, but she, I don't know. She just has she's like with it. She seems really she just I don't know, smart and just funny. They get along great.
1: Yeah. She's 50. Oh, okay. So she's All right.
0: Yeah. So she's 20 but, years younger than him.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. And that's what I figured she probably was. Just trying to feel like um but uh you know, I I feel like uh women age I'm not even saying that 50 is old. Like dude, like I would probably date a 50-year-old.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: Axel, you're fi- <laughs> Axel, you're 50, right?
0: I'm not 50. I'm a little bit away from Oh, that. you're
1: older, right? A little bit older.
0: I'm like 43, I think, or 42, oh, I don't okay. remember. Uh, I honestly But don't. um
1: no, I feel like she she's she's really a beautiful woman, and she is so funny. And I'll say this that I will totally admit that I have actually seen a few episodes of Gilmore Girls, but you know what? Though after a couple episodes, I had to stop. Yeah, I Woody Allen movie too fucking wordy for me.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I was not a Gilmore Girl fan. Gilmore Girls fan. Uh, I tried it too. I couldn't stick with it. It, uh, What's her name? Amy Palladino, Amy Sherman Palladino. She has a particular style of writing, right? Like say Mm -hmm. David Mamet does or Shonda Rhimes does. There's a kind of cadence to it that I don't really like it that much. Um, But uh, I loved Parenthood. I was Mm -hmm. a big Parenthood fan.
1: Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah. I and saw a couple episodes apparently.
0: And in a many ways, she was kind of the star of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think really she probably had the most storylines. Um, So let's see. Where are we? Well, okay. So uh, Larry is in the Uber with the Romanian guy. And uh, he gets a call from Justin, the guy whose car he just hit. Uh, Justin is a bigger asshole than Larry, and th- again, uh, this is fantastic—the way they're going at each other. And he's like, "Look, Larry, you seem like a completely garbage person." <laughs> That's was great. Yeah, and then he's that was like,
1: wonderful too. You
0: asshole. Okay, so now you stupid motherfucker. Let's meet at this time. That was fantastic, and it reminded me of an of uh, like Mel Brooks shit, you know. There was some mm-hmm. routine, I think, that he did where they would just curse at each other like that, and they, mm-hmm. they were fantastic. Uh, so they have a great conversation. He agrees that they're going to come and exchange info, and Larry's asking to turn the uh, – it's too hot in the Uber. So there's a theme here of it. Larry's just getting too hot under the collar. Larry goes on a date with Lauren Graham. As we talked about, we both love her. She says she's an NBC censor. Which goes back to the Seinfeld days. Uh, that's a great callback. And um, she starts saying all these dirty words. Which, like Larry, I have to admit, as soon as she started saying all these dirty words, I was just like Larry. I was just like listening to her say dirty words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta admit it, people. Gotta admit it. <laughs> I thought it was funny, and it really worked. And she was good at it too. Yeah. Um, and. Of course, she ends with, she's like, at the end of the day, I got to let in the penis.
1: (laughs) I thought that was going to
0: become like a thing, you know? Like, I thought when he got the text, he was going to say, she's got to let in the penis. Yeah. Oh, that would have been great. Right? That was great. They were setting it up there. Um, So then uh, we jumped to Larry and Lauren Graham at her house. There's great banter here. They really get along fantastic where they're kind of like interviewing each other about the date. This was really cute. Uh, and then her asshole son appears. And this kid is fantastic. Another great guest spot. Now, she says he has Asperger's. Immediately in my head, I thought. This kid doesn't have Asperger's. He's an asshole. And they that's what they later say. Did you think the same thing?
1: I I thought the same thing too. Yeah, I, I think mean, a lot of, people but I don't people. really know. I mean, usually, like people with Asperger's are really brilliant at one thing, and there was nothing established that. He yeah, was brilliant. but that's
0: that's a that's not really true though.
1: Or they just have poor people skills, which he did. But like, it yeah, you're right. He, it wasn't like he had poor people skills. I mean, he was just an asshole.
0: Yes, the kid. Well, I think that. Yeah. He's a brat. Yes. Well, hey, man, look, everything goes in a circle, right? So when we were kids, they were all the special needs kids, right? And so then they just started grouping anybody who fell outside what they considered to be the normative boundaries. Now everybody is on the spectrum. It's just the same thing, but a different name, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I think they did a good job with this too. It was kind of funny and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I think it was just kind of, it was kind of silly because it, I will tell you that as a parent myself of a five-year-old at parks or at school or whatever, there are a lot of parents uh, and historically, I'm sure you remember who kind of excuse their kids being really bad by, oh, they're, you know, They have some, something's wrong with them, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's not that I don't tell my kid to shut up. It's that this happened or that happened. But then again, this is curb, dude. It's all, it's all funny. We're not going to get into a discussion about, uh, Asperger's or representations of on the good doctor, um, which I don't watch. Do you watch the good doctor? No. Okay. So. (laughs)
1: Um, Of course not. It's like a miracle if I've seen a show.
0: So, Jeff is at Larry's um, and they're talking to each other and they're talking about Greg the mechanic. And Larry gets really frustrated and he finally just admits to Jeff. That it didn't sound black on the phone. And Jeff is like, what does that mean? And kind of making fun of him, which I thought he was doing on purpose. It was kind of funny. Um, Oh no, they're at a, uh, uh, yeah, no, they're at Jeff's. I'm sorry. And then, and then Larry gets up to go ask Susie about what the girl thought of him, Lauren Graham. And he walks right into her room and they have a great conversation about Mrs. Cleaver and Eddie Haskell, This kind of stuff, I mean, I think it's pretty funny, but maybe, I mean, you're a little younger than me. Was Leave It to Beaver on TV when you were growing up?
1: I mean, reruns. (laughs) Okay, it was still on (laughs) TV.
0: Okay. I'm just wondering when that stopped. Because I know what it is. Yeah, there's like a big generation, I think, that, you know.
1: I sure did. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Surprise, okay. Surprise. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I did because when I, because until I was in my teens, there was only like, you know, seven channels. So yeah. I've seen like every episode of leave it to beaver. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, and it does show the age too, in this show, you know, like we were talking about yeah. before, like the biggest thing that they don't mention in this show is how old everyone is. Uh, Larry complains. She didn't tell him about the kid. Why didn't you tell me that the kid, just like he said to Jeff, why didn't you tell me this guy was black? And he says, oh, I don't need to tell you everything. And then Susie also won't tell uh, Larry what Lauren Graham thinks of him. Larry leaves the house. He's going to ta- he goes to take another Uber. He finds out this is another, another great guest uh, shot here on the show. I love this guy's New York accent. Um, and he calls him one star Larry. I thought this was a great, I wish this would have went on longer. Yeah. I would have been down for a 40 minute episode if they gave this guy three, three to five minutes to improv with Larry. I thought he was really. Adam
1: Ray is a stand-up comedian here in LA. He performs at the comedy story, performs at the lap factory. And I think that's just how he is as a person. The way he was acting.
0: I I Um, think he's great. That's just him. Do you like him?
1: I I I mean I don't know him personally, but um, I've seen a couple of his sets. It's pretty funny. Cool. Uh, But I I haven't seen him live. I've just like uh, I you know I follow the Laugh Factory and they will post stuff and I think I've seen a few of his sets online here. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Is he from New York? I have no idea.
0: I don't know. He sounds like he's from like Queens. Sounds like he's from Jersey. Oh, you think it's Jersey? Maybe it is I Jersey. I think it's
1: I'd be willing to bet he's from Jersey or Maybe something. Maybe it's Jersey. Like
0: that. It's I mean uh-huh. it's all the fucking same, dude. Um. You, you can know, pick same football out. team. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: No, actually if you're from Jersey, it's a little bit different, right? Cuz like huh. South Jersey's like Philly and yeah. then North Jersey's New York.
0: True. Well, yeah, but you got to understand that New Jersey is the most fucked up th- the way what we call south north and middle is totally messed up because basically, like, there's so little of the state that is actually South Jersey. And what is actually called middle Jersey is really northern New Jersey. It's so it's all. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't really count those people who consider Philly to be a city. That doesn't, <laughs> doesn't count to me. Philadelphia is not a city. Uh, Let's see. So they um they call him One Star Larry. I love that. See, that's my New York came out. Um Larry comes home, the heat's at 92 degrees. I hate that. I like it to be nice and chilly. Even now it's cold out. I don't have the heat on. Um Leon's fucking the yogi. She likes it hot. They have a great argument where they keep on saying I'm fucking in the house. I'm fucking in here. Uh go fucking the other thing. And then uh I thought there would be a great, it would be great since Get Out was such a great movie, right? And Leon is so great. And a lot of what uh, Leon and Larry are always talking about, white people, black people, they talk a lot about it. It's funny as hell. Leon should have a spinoff called Get the Fuck Out. What do you think?
1: <laughs> you like it? It's a good idea. That's a good idea. Who else would. But Larry David, not in the show.
0: Yeah, no, he comes. We just do the same fucking show, except Leon's the star. <laughs> it's just well, like the same that's, that's show. A very
1: interesting idea.
0: <laughs> you know, like very he goes with Larry somewhere, but instead of going with Larry, we follow Leon. That'd be hilarious. Um, I just thought that would be cool. I thought this was, again, another great, another great com There's so many great lines they have in this. I think Larry's like, you've got five tons of sperm all over the house or so, all over the guest house. <laughs> it was really good. Then the yogi shows up and she's funny. She talks about having the optimal temperature for climaxing. Um, then Larry kicks her out of the house. She says namaste. And this time he says, get the fuck out. <sighs> Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was a great scene. She's really good. Then Larry is out with Lauren Graham and her son, and he spots the Uber driver. Larry confronts him. They have a. I'm not going to go into how funny I thought this was about the Lowland women and all this shit. And then Larry finds out he can't change his rating. Larry starts making fun of the guy's sister because the Larry was saying, what would his rating be? They start John. And then the, finally the guy gets out like he's going to punch Larry and Larry goes running off like a little baby, which I thought <laughs> was really kind of funny. He did that really well. Um, so now we jump to, uh, uh, Larry and Jeff are sitting around talking. They both agree that the kid doesn't have Asperger's. He's just an asshole. And then Jeff gives Larry the ultimate idea, which is that he should just start telling everyone that he's on the spectrum because he acts like it anyway. And I thought, man, now how how did they take them nine seasons to come up with this?
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs>
1: the perfect cover. But the thing was, is that, We'll get to it later, but we'll get, I'll, I'll make a point about this later about when he goes back to we'll get to it later. Okay. I'll make a comment about it later.
0: All right. Um, So then Susie arrives and remember they laid this in the first episode that she has a new beauty product line. Mm -hmm. Uh, I forget the shitty name of it. And then um, she tells Larry that actually Lauren Graham, Bridget thinks Larry is terrific and he's all excited. She thinks I'm terrific. Uh, But then Larry of course has to say he hates the prick son. And then Susie makes the funniest suggestion ever that Larry would foster a kid. And he lets out a great big laugh, which is really natural and funny. And uh, another great, this, this whole scene, this is just fantastic. Then the AC uh, heating repairman comes out from Larry's house because they're all sitting on the porch talking, and they have then a great conversation, great improv here, about whether the guy likes heating more or AC more. And I honestly, I have actually thought about this before because I love watching like this old house and all that stuff, and I've always wondered to myself. What are these guys really like? Like what you know, you think you'd specialize, you know? But like huh. they, they do it works together, so you gotta you know you gotta do both, right?
1: Hey, you gotta diversify your portfolio. <laughs> you
0: gotta diversify. <laughs> but this guy was great too. Um and uh then Larry, now this was kind of interesting to me, is this is kind of a precursor. If you think about it, being shot before he was on SNL, of his whole Holocaust setup on SNL, right? Yeah. And the, what I thought was kind of funny is how, as soon as Larry kind of brought that up, the guy's face changed a little bit. Like he answered the question, but he is like, why are we like, how did we go from this to the, the Holocaust, dude? Um, but he says he's more into heating. Then Larry gets a text that Lauren Graham wants to do it. Now, this was kind of uh, this was interesting to me because they're constantly putting Larry in these positions where women are very aggressive sexually towards him. And it's I, I think that it is a fun fantasy and makes me laugh on this show. The whole age thing and all that, we got to give this guy his fantasy, though. It would be nice. I'm just saying it would be nice if at some point Larry dated a woman that was somewhere near his age.
1: Yeah, I guess. But there's there's. (laughs) But it's
0: L.A. You live in L.A. That's what you're going to say. But it's L.A.
1: Yeah. A lot of divorcees, I guess. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Uh, Anyway. Um, Larry gets a text from her, which is, she's like, let's, let's fuck, uh, basically what's on the text. Um, and she was very forward. Uh, he approaches the heating guy. He says, come on, you got to fix this so I can bring her over to my house. It's going to take three days. You can't do it. Then they get into the whole Holocaust stuff again. And, um, and, uh, the heating guy's like, let's stop talking about that. Then they start talking about having sex with their shirts on and off. Do you take your shirt off or do you leave your shirt on, Sean? Off, dude. Oh, totally got to go. You got to be free. I agree with this guy. That's the time to be free. You know what I mean? Like, that's what sex is for. You just got to take all your clothes off. You got to be free. You got to have fun. You got to laugh. You got to cry. You got to, you know, you know what I mean? If that's what you do. Whew.
1: Did you just just take your shirt off? No.
0: no. I just thought it was, I was inspired by the actor because he got so happy. (laughs) I (laughs) thought that was funny. He got so happy. He's like, I feel so free. Um, (laughs) It was really funny. Uh, So then Larry says, let's stop talking about this. The doorbell rings. It's Justin, the guy who Larry hit his car. Leon answers pretending he was Larry. And then he says, oh, you don't have to pay for this car. He's like intimidated by Leon in some way, or basically just acting like the stereotypic white dude who doesn't want to cause trouble or cause a fuss. And, um, I would not do this. This would not be me though. I am white. I would be like, give me the fucking money, dude. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) then, um, Larry and Leon laugh and Larry goes, white people gotta love them. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. And then Leon says, I'm going to this motherfucker. And then he just walks off. That was great, man. That was really funny. I like the way they dealt with that. Right. Yeah. That was a fun little, a fun little thing, right? You have Larry thinking that being embarrassed about the black guy uh, on the phone. Then you have the white guy coming and he's, uh, in some way, you know, all of a sudden, because it's a black guy, they're playing with, I, you know, that's why Curb is the best, because they play with this stupid shit all the time. Um, so, Larry, then, then we have the follow-up where Larry goes to apologize to the car mechanic, tell him that he, and then he tells him that he has Asperger's. And Greg apologizes. Oh, you know, Jeff, did, and he says, Jeff didn't say anything. <laughs> Larry says, why would he have to say anything? <laughs> Which was great.
1: Yeah, and Uh, then you're like, "This is what you pointed out is that he acts like Rain Man. He He starts repeating himself, and Rain Man didn't have Asperger's. He was autistic, right? Well, or maybe he did have Asperger. I don't know.
0: As I think autism and Asperger's, I don't know enough to tell you. Um what the difference is um but i know enough to know that they're related in some way or could be you know i guess you would say that's what the specs could be what the spectrum is i don't know i don't know enough about it honestly um but i think that
1: okay i looked it up okay in rain man he was an autistic savant
0: Okay. All right. And that's what you were saying before, which is a common misconception that yeah, people... and, but I just thought it was funny because right. I was
1: like, he's acting like he's autistic. He's yeah. not acting like he has Asperger's. Oh, okay. But no, I, nobody caught that. I mean, or <laughs> <laughs> you know, me quality control coordinator over here. <laughs> no, nope, that's not right.
0: Let's write we'll, we'll write him an email. Okay, Sean. Um, yeah, I thought it was kind of silly. It was really funny, dude. You got to laugh at this, Larry. He oh, goes yeah, all out. Funny. I mean, the hilarious part about it is that when he first met him, he was like, "Hey, how you doing?" I thought you were, you know, what I mean? like. And then he yeah. goes from he goes from what basically is is he could have gotten away with it to when he's going away, he's going. Yeah, I'm a very good driver, a very good driver. You know, like <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, and Greg buys it too. But then he's kind of like, huh. Uh it's great to interplay the whole thing the way he turns it on him it's really funny stuff
1: man. And I love how it's like be ready tomorrow no charge. <laughs> no
0: charge exactly. So actually so in the end Larry gets his car fixed and makes two other people lose money. Mm-hmm. Right? That is Larry. Yeah. Um so uh Larry and the, then we jump to Larry and Leon Having an outdoor lunch. Now, from what I've heard, Sean, it's actually a rarity to have places with outside seating in LA. Is that true?
1: No, that's not true. Okay,
0: then I why really... did I hear that? That people, that it's hard to find a place that has good outdoor seating?
1: Mm. I don't know. Okay. I don't. Hmm. I, I don't know the stereotypes about LA. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. I know because I know in New York there's tons of places and anytime anyone would want to sit outside, I'd be like, why the fuck do I want to sit on the sidewalk and eat lunch?
1: Yeah. Well, it's different in New York for sure.
0: You know, I don't, I wouldn't get it. It's like, so what? So I can be closer to the cars driving by me? So now yeah. I'm only like instead of having a nice window between me and the smog, now I'm like literally it's right in front of me and all the people walking and yelling and screaming. Yeah. As you could tell, I wasn't a big fan of eating out in New New York. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have a great improv here. Again, this is like the third or fourth great Larry and Leon scene of this episode. Larry Larry wants Leon's car because of his Uber rating. Uh, Leon won't give it to him and he won't get the Uber for him because he doesn't want him, Larry, to fuck with his rating. Um Larry gets the text. He wants to go have sex with Leon, uh Lor I almost said Leon Graham. Lauren Graham. He doesn't have any way to get there. So we get a great scene here where Larry gets onto public transportation, which we know is going to be a shit show. Yep. So, Santa
1: Monica big blue bus.
0: <laughs> so uh again we have Latifa, the which is the second bus driver actually. Um, he gets on a first bus, and then he talks to one person. He's he's making fun of the Chinese lady. The Chinese woman's talking to him, and then he's imitating her. But then he's, like, doing it so well that for a second there, I felt like they, they were really talking to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he, he actually found some sort of communication with her. Um. Then he gets onto the other bus. He starts yelling at uh, Latifah. Causes her to clip a mirror. Then he starts yelling at everybody on the bus. He gets thrown the fuck out of the bus. And they they ran this in a lot of the ads for the new season. So when it happened, I was like, oh, okay. This is when it happens. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, I got to say something. He was actually like right on the line. And they will not yell at you for standing where he was standing at. Trust me. I sat there one bus ride and told jokes to this bus driver.
0: Oh, that's good. But see, you weren't annoying him. You were telling him funny jokes. Yeah. Larry's kind of a pain in the ass.
1: And by the way, those bus drivers are the toughest people in L.A. by far.
0: Bro, I am nervous whenever I'm on a bus. Whenever I was on a bus in Manhattan, I was nervous that they were going to kill somebody. I could not imagine driving those buses. Oh yeah. I could not imagine it, man. Even if I was on a highway, I would be scared to drive something that large. That is really yeah. takes balls of steel. Um so she throws him out the door. He goes flying out and she says if I see you on a bus again, I'm going to fuck you up. And then I love how Larry when people really tell him something he's like, mm, okay. Yeah, I accept that. Um so now we get the end here of the show. Uh, what a what a day and what a, what an experience Larry has had. He walks into the house. It's hot. He hears Leon and the and uh, Tina, Yogi are going at it. He's, li- he's and then he starts kind of listening, and then he has this realization, and he says, "I think I hear a Jew," and then uh, right after he says that. She says, I'm not going to do that. And then we cut and that's the end of the show. And I love that. I thought that was very funny because instead of it being a like uh, a catchphrase or something, it was like a thematic ending, you know? Yeah. I just thought that this might have been the best episode of the season.
1: I like appreciate the endings that like wrap it all together though. So it didn't do it for me at the end. But it was a good episode.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was good. I loved it, man. I thought it was a lot of fun, um, and it just really, it just really took me. And and I felt like they weren't trying so hard to get things to fit into each other. They yeah. were letting some things go, and like you know, like the letting the penis in, or you could imagine. They, there's so many of these little dots that these they, these these little signatures that they hit. You know, yeah. where they could veer off into a, it's like time travel or something, right? Like they're hitting these watershed points where they could create a story, could have a, tr- a branch come out, but they don't. And mm-hmm. I, i it feels to me like they started the season. It's like an evolution of a season. Like the season started so heavy with the fatwa stuff. And the, and we thought we were going to get more of like the Seinfeld reunion type season, right? Where it's so serialized. And then it kind of faded back like they were creating. And now I feel like they're getting into a good groove. I mean, we only have, what, three episodes left, right? What ep- yep. Yeah. This was episode seven, I think. So eight, nine, ten. So we only got three episodes left, man. Cray Cray. Cray Cray to the Bay Bay. Any uh, any final thoughts or anything you want to say? We had a good episode today. We so we did a little the intro was a little long. You think I should cut it or you think I should keep it in? What do you think?
1: Uh I don't know. It's up to you. You listen to it, you decide. Okay.
0: Maybe I'll keep it in. I like that's, sometimes that's, when
1: it That's that's my life right there. Uh, you decide.
0: <laughs> that's why you're here, man. That's why no you're here. No strong opinions. <laughs> That's why you're here.
1: I'm just uh, I'm just here to be a wise ass. I have
0: to t- I have to have a super strong thought out ridiculous opinion on everything that doesn't matter and you're here to say who gives a fuck. I like it.
1: That's right. Get the fuck out.
0: It's a good team. All right, Sean, that is it. Thanks everybody for listening to Curb Your Podcast. My name is Axel. Um we've been a little uh, getting a little late. We do apologize. This one's going to go out on like Friday night. You'll have a couple days to listen to it over the weekend. We do apologize. Um I think next hopefully next week we'll get back in to earlier episode. Now I know Sean, you're traveling. So we're going to see what happens. You're going back to North Carolina. If we can work it out, we'll do it or else I uh, we, I could get uh, DJ Tim Hines to fill in for you. So you tell me and we'll do it. But hopefully we'll try to record by, you know, like Wednesday or so. All right, buddy. Well, thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Curb Your Podcast. You can find us, uh, you can email us, CurbYourPodcast at gmail.com. You could also check out uh, DVR Podcast Network at DVR Podcast Dot .com Sean I'll let you take us home
1: Axel pretty 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 good show